Yo, I'm Chad. And I'm a motherfucking good time. And this is the Jumpman <laughs> Podcast. Yes, hi. That's right, slamming like a 30-foot drop down to a pile of shit, like latrine style. Yes. That's right, middle of the woods and shit. So, how was your birthday? Oh, oh, thank you very much. I had a brilliant uh, McDonald's party, <laughs> as the <laughs> maniac suggested. Yeah, I went to McDonald's and... Uh, and it turns out they still do parties. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. No, nah, no, I, I, I spent it with my parents actually. <laughs> I was I worked on my birthday, and then my parents took me out to dinner, and we had bison. Yes. Yeah, bison. It, whenever I eat bison, it feels like, damn, I'm eating like a dinosaur, you know? Like, oh, my my first thought was uh, an evil dictator that took over a Southeast Asian <laughs> fake fake country <laughs> and hosts Street Fighter tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Who may or may not be uh, secretly uh, a boxer, and then maybe some guy from Spain. No, no. I, I eat bison. I'm like, man, my ancestors wiped the crap out of this animal, and I'm here enjoying this today thanks to conservation and science. I can't wait until I can eat a woolly mammoth steak. Yo, it's, it's coming. It's gonna happen, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's uh, also, so good. conservation and science. Yeah. Hopefully they clone like woolly mammoth cells from like the tastiest part of the woolly mammoth <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like what what if they're like well we can clone a woolly mammoth but like we're using penis cells that's the only ones we can <laughs> find and then we're gonna grow him from his penis first and then it's like i'm not sure i want to eat a steak if it's like a woolly mammoth penis steak but it's like if they have like if they've got like hind quarters or ribs uh-huh. and they, those are the cells that they found then yeah let's let's do with it well, is it is it like an uncircumcised mammoth or uh, you know? I'm just saying, like, what whatever DNA they harvest, like, I want to know what of the cells <laughs> that they're growing the rest of his genetic code from. And if it's dick, then I'm not so sure I'm enthusiastic anymore. <laughs> well, you know, you know, they can they can grow anything to be seedless nowadays. I mean, I'm sure they could grow woolly mammoths that are like penisless. You know? No, I'm just saying, like, you know, clearly whatever cells they get, they you know. They're going to use the DNA found in that cell to recreate the thing. But if yes. the cell they found is from his penis, then I don't want to eat it necessarily. Dude, there's so there's so much woolly mammoth out there. They just discovered another one. So they have like two pretty much totally intact woolly mammoths just hanging out. So, okay. the, you know, but but I'm sure like whatever like evil like spy goes in to sap the DNA using his future devices he's like i'm gonna go straight for the balls (laughs) (laughs) i hope i wouldn't be ironic if someone stole woolly mammoth dna by putting it inside a howled out shaving cream can (laughs) (laughs) would it be funny if they just used jurassic park's ideas and like fuck it let's just use a shaving cream can yep no one will ever know yeah, no one would think that we would do that. In fact, let's get the actor from Seinfeld. Let's get Newman <laughs> to actually do it, because no one would think we would actually go from Jurassic Park and get Newman with the shaving cream can to actually do it. He'd be like, guys, really? You really think me, of all people, with a shaving cream can would actually be stealing it? By the way, what room is the woolly mammoth penis in? <laughs> <laughs> I see that as, like, you know, Mission Impossible, where, like, they're in to steal the woolly mammoth, like, the whole thing, right? They're gonna they have like the giant sack, the anti gravity lifts, and they're like, Alright, we're gonna we're gonna put the whole woolly mammoth on here and then we're out and no one will ever know. But then there's like an alarm sounded, right? And they're like, Uh, just grab the dick and run <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so what'd you get for your birthday? Did you get anything cool? 
I got uh, bison. Yes. <laughs> no, now, now that I'm, now that I'm a, an adult, you don't get many presents when you're like 32. You know, it was funny. I was thinking about that. That um, you know, we obviously we have the same parents because we have brothers. Yes. Well, one would and uh, and well, yeah, I guess for the that's not always <laughs> true for everyone, but um, mm-hmm. uh, mom and dad have gotten me some epic Christmas presents throughout my lifetime. True. Still, still do. Mm. But they suck at getting me birthday presents. Really? Like I've real. I was just thinking about this before I called you. You know, because it was your birthday this weekend, and and um, uh, you know, I was thinking. I I can tell you everything I've gotten for my birthday from like now all the way back to like first grade. Right. And nothing. I don't really treasure any of those items that I got. You know, I might have been kind of excited when I opened them, mm-hmm. but nothing really resonated. But oh, yeah. then, but at the same time, Christmas, there's still some stuff like, oh, man, yeah, Christmas 99 was so amazing, or Christmas second grade was awesome. I don't know if, like, um, because my birthday is in June, I, you know, and there's not, like, a bunch of Christmas commercials and, like, toy store <laughs> executives around, like, that they really were just helped out. You know, Christmas, you've got help, and then, you know, That's birthday true. in the middle of June, I felt like they just kind of flopped. They never really went over very well. <laughs> Well, well, well. All right. I, I think maybe you're onto something. Maybe there needs to be like a Santa Claus for June. You know, Christmas in July. You know, some kind of jolly old elf with like psychic powers that just happens to get you to blab what you really secretly want as your heart's desire in front of your parents. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be something like even. I mean, even as an adult, they don't. They usually get me really crappy stuff for my birthday, but then for <laughs> for for Christmas, Christmas, they always come through with something really good. Like in creative and stuff, and mm. and then oh. usually my birthday just sucks. And well, like there, you, I mean, well, you have you have a kid now. I mean, like, what's more important, like the birthday or like the magic of Christmas? Yeah, I mean, you do you do make a point there. I mean, it's just really funny. Like, you know, I feel like they've never missed on Christmas, and I feel like birthdays is just it's terrible. You know, I will I will share with you, Eric. One. One terrible birthday. I when you said terrible birthday presents, I was like, oh my god, I uh, I was I was upset for like a month, uh, based on like a birthday gift that I received from our parents. Ah, okay. Yeah, but it was like spill it. It, it was strange. It was like I don't know. I think I was like ten, and ten. Uh, you know, when you're a kid, ten is like a big age. You know, you hit like double digits. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, and I got like one thing for my birthday, and the whole time, the whole week. And maybe maybe the whole two months leading up to it, I was like, video games, please be video games, please be video games, please be video games. And I, I don't know if I was saying that out loud. I'm sure I was. You know, just like oozing, I want video games, like, out of every pore of my body. Right. You know? Uh, so, birthday comes around, and I'm like, and, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you noticed, but, like, when I was a kid, I would just get, like, so crazed on my birthday, I would just be an asshole the whole day. I remember just being a jerk to everybody and be like, just, just because I was just so stressed out oh, about okay. like the the whole scenario. You know, like, like you know, it's like Christmas Eve. You know, like couldn't sleep the whole night. Like a month leading up to my birthday, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to get video games. Here it comes, video games. <laughs> I was just obsessed back then, just at bonkers. So uh, I get one thing that that year for my birthday, and I could tell already that. I'm not going to like it because it is not the size of a video game. It's yeah. smaller. You could tell by game. the shape of stuff if it was a video game or a G.I. Joe guy or something. Yep, there's the shape. And also, when you pick up a video game, you know, you know, yeah. basically what's inside. Unless somebody's trying to, like, you know, goof you. Uh-huh. You know, to, like, put it in, like, a box or something. 
yeah. like, lead, like lead weights or something. So I pick this up, and it's like a square kind of an object, and I open it, and it's like this brownish plastic shell. It's like, the, you know, like a square shell. I'm like, what the hell is this? And it's like a puzzle box, and I open it up, and there's like like a silver watch inside. Mm, and yes. I'm like, I didn't know what the hell to think. You know, I was like looking at this thing, thinking like, is this like some kind of rite of passage thing? Yes. You know, like, uh, is is this, does this mean I'm a man now? What, what, why wasn't there video games? And I don't know. Wh- and uh, I, I took it upstairs to my room, and I think I cried for like an hour. <laughs> and then I took it back down, and I could, and it was like watching watching myself in a dream do this. And I took the watch, and I gave it back to my parents. And I was like, I'm sorry, I cannot accept this gift. And then I went back upstairs and cried more. I was just <laughs> oh, just man. out of my mind, upset. And uh, and then mom came up, I think like hours later, and she's just like. She sits on the bed with me, and she's like, uh, so, uh, uh, did, did you want it to be, like, video games? And I'm like, no! <laughs> yeah, you can't fucking not. play with a watch, Mom, unless it has lasers on it. Does uh, this watch have lasers? Man. So, yeah, no, I, I feel your pain, Eric. That was, like, that was a monumental upset for me, man. It's so funny, because I also had a watch birthday year that Re- sucked ass. Really? Was it, like, 10, I think? Uh, no, I was a little bit older. Hmm. In fact, in fact, they probably gave you a watch the same year they gave me one because I'm older than you. I got my uh, watch birthday present in seventh grade. <laughs> uh huh. And I remember because you know our dad, he always wore a watch, and so he got one. And it was kind of similar to his, and he made like this big deal about it, like you know, like you could, you know, you could. It's like almost like an heirloom, like I could pass it down to my child someday. <laughs> you know, like it was a really big deal, and I don't yeah. know, maybe old people treasure watches. You know, I, I, I think it's an older generation thing, mm. but I was like, and you know, unlike you, I, I, you know, I, I hid my disappointment better. Yes. So may, and I did wear it for a long time. So oh. maybe they thought, oh yeah, well we should get Chad one too. I, I feel like it's almost kind of my fault because I didn't be like, well, thanks, but you can't <laughs> fucking go outside and throw this in the yard <laughs> like a football. But, um, yeah. And the, you know, I, Yeah. I no, have no idea well, where that is, so I guess it's not going to be an heirloom for my son now. <laughs> I I mean, I remember, I mean, the watch was also way too big for my hand. It was like dad watch, you yeah. know. It was like, it was made for like like a big-ass mitt arm, you yeah. know. But no, after after about a month uh, of not getting video games instead of the watch, I asked for it back. <laughs> uh, and I wore, I did wore it, wore it until like, like eight, uh, when I was like 18, until watches were no longer cool because they weren't necessary. Yeah, exactly. It was like, well, actually, actually, I spent a month thinking, like, uh, is a watch necessary? And this was, you know, before the internet, before having a cell phone strapped to you all the time. I was just like, mm-hmm. uh, I can cut, you know, there's like clocks everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we live, we lived in this modern age called the, the 1990s. Right. Uh, you know, where there's like all this clock technology constantly telling you, like, what time it was. And even sometimes what the temperature was. Yeah, I mean, nowadays, the only people that wear watches nowadays are older people and people that have, like, fucking diamond-encrusted watches. You know, like, really blinged-out watches. I, I don't feel like really many people wear normal watches anymore. That's true. Well, it's it's like they're wearing, like, a sundial on your arm. Like, check this out, guys. Pretty sweet. Like, my yeah. ancestors didn't have this. Yeah, I remember, I mean, like, yeah, every year for a birthday, it was just, just bad. Yeah, this but but they're so good at Christmas, so mm-hmm. I don't oh. know. I don't know what's happening. I mean, I mean, I, I guess there's got to be some parental pressure too, 
You know, like, going up to Christmas, I mean, your kids are, are like, super excited. If you have told them about Santa Claus, the magic man that, that knows what you want for Christmas, and if you've been good or bad, I mean, that's a lot of power, resting one, like, jolly old elf. Yeah, I almost feel like they treat it like Christmas is the fun gift, and birthday is, like, character gift. Mm. You know, like, this is good for your character. This is going to help you grow. And it's like, you know, that's when you get a bike. Or, <laughs> you know, that's when you get shoes. You or know, <laughs> when I turned 21, they gave me luggage and said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I, I think it's sometimes wishful thinking, too. Because I remember you got, uh, I think it was Christmas, that they gave you, like, like a very dapper professor-looking jacket with, like, elbow pads. Oh my god! I never wore it, and and a pipe. I think it's so dumb. You know what? They, you know what? I actually did get a video game for my birthday once, and really? it actually didn't go over well. And I feel like again, maybe I screwed you over. Oh no! Well, actually, you did get a video game for your birthday because I just kind of gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> they they bought me Ultima Five. Oh yeah, for the PC. Yeah, it was like some you know like or before Final Fantasy existed. Oh yeah, and that game was dumb as hell. And I was so- like what the fuck is this? You know, because, I mean, that's just not my kind of game. I remember I was like, yo, you want to try this? <laughs> it's like, it was it's hard. the dumbest role-playing game of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I know there's a lot of retro... I don't know if... The, actually, I don't know if there's a lot of retro geeks listening to this podcast because we ramble about Nick Cage so often. But <laughs> but ult- killed them. <laughs> yeah, ult- Ultima was, like... Ultima was tough. I mean, like, it was not a kid's game. It was, like, an adult-ass game where you needed to know, like, statistics and... Alchemy was hard. I mean, there's alchemy in the game, and it did not succeed every time. And it is not a pleasurable thing when you're like, okay, all right, I finally have these two items, and I'm at the alchemy bench, and I'm going to put them together, and there's nothing. And nothing happens, and the ingredients are gone. I know. It's just like, man, give me fucking Blades of Steel hockey game, not mm-hmm. Ultima 5. I, I know. Didn't, I didn't understand that. I know, but, you know, I mean, now that you're a dad, I mean, I, I can't imagine... How your <laughs> how your son might think that your your uh, taste and gifts might be? Yeah, I'm gonna try and I'll try and do like two things. I'll try and get him like a fun gift, I think, and then I'm gonna try and get you know like you know something cool that mm-hmm. kind of like a fallback, like a video game or something. And then I want and then I want the other gift to be like a fun time, like it, like let's go do something cool, cool, like an adventure thing, you know? Let's go. Let's go do laser trying and hit people with the guns. <laughs> yeah. You know, let, let's go, uh, you know, fake rock climbing or something. Actually, when, when I was a teenager, that was the best gift ever. When they were like, okay, all right, all right. Instead of just, like, having a party at home with uh, with uh, your, your your circle of friends and whatnot, and your family just kind of, like, looking over everyone's shoulders and making cake and stuff, we're going to go to fucking Laser Tron. Yeah. You know, and shoot Ex- people with lasers. Yeah, ad- adventures are, those are fun birthdays. Mm-hmm. I well, agree. I feel like I have... A, a gift of knowledge to give you that's going to feel like a birthday present. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Like a, that, re- that, like a retro birthday present. <laughs> this, this would be so much more special than the gift of a uh, text message that I get from my other brother every year. Yeah. <laughs> now, I always try and look and find something stupid and put on your Facebook page every year. Yes. So, uh, here, this is something you actually got as a gift from the parents back in the day. Oh. And uh, and now it's coming back. Really? Like, is it the chicken pox? No, it's Captain Power. Oh yeah, Captain Power's coming back. Captain Power's coming back. 
I don't know if the toy's coming back, but the series is coming back. Yeah, and you know, uh, I I only had the toys. I forget exactly where I got them, but uh, but yeah, I was a believer in VHS technology that would send out lasers that you can interact with uh, with your uh, with your toy. They still they still swear that that was true. That something about the light variation would actually make your toy uh, take hits and stuff. And I I just didn't understand it because I always had VHS tape. It was the same thing happened every time. I know. Well, uh, I mean, we all. We all bought into Captain Power, which, if you don't know, look it up on YouTube. I mean, uh, there's this toy series where you have your little uh, your little action figures. You put them in this jet that has like a trigger on the bottom, like a gun that can shoot out a little laser. But then you all, you play a VHS tape, and there's like a tape series of like this little um, of like like dog fights and like you're you're doing like a like a like 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 Star Wars like run on like Volcania and shooting all these guys. And the belief was, if you were a little kid, you believed that it was, like, some kind of crazy, awesome, interactive video game, and you were actually causing bad guys to explode on screen. But really, it was just, like, they would, like, strobe you every once in a while, and if the ship picked up the strobe, it would it would go, and inject your, uh, your, your guy out of the cockpit. You'd have to scramble to shove him back in and then keep going with the VHS tape. To keep the magic alive. Yeah, the, if you watch the commercial, the commercial showed that the bad guys shot laser beams out of their television sets and actually hit you. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing. So, yeah, and we I played I played it with the tape all of one time, and it was just I, I guess I was at the age of not believing or something because after one time I was like this is bullshit. I I looked at it too. I was like lame. Yeah, like I think we yeah, but the thing was. As the kids, you had the toys and you had the videotape and stuff, but we didn't really, we didn't know that there was a TV series. No. That went with it. And so I went and dug it up and like the TV series is pretty good. Really? Yeah. Like highly recommend, like I've been watching them on my lunch breaks now Uh huh. and it's fucking Captain Power, man. And it's like post-apocalyptic <laughs> after the metal wars have happened. Yes. And metal is scarce and, and energy is scarce and stuff. And mm-hmm. and San Francisco is destroyed. And Uh-oh. It's crazy. Like, it's just, it's actually, like, kind of a neat series um, with and Captain all, Power. And, and, and uh, it's all, it's and all live action. Who was the bad, the metal-winged guy? He's oh, actually count. pretty badass in the series now. Oh, man. Well, I know there's, like, the cyborg count whatever his face uh, yeah. It was like the main villain. Yeah, and uh, no, it's it's actually the series is not mm. bad. I've been watching a couple episodes, so it's like go on YouTube and like actually watch the Captain Power TV show because that's what's being brought back. Cool. The guys that actually made this, one of them became like a famous movie director, I think, and mm. uh, he's bringing it back. And the series is going to be called Phoenix Rising. <laughs> that's cute. Instead of well, I mean Captain Powers, I mean. Take Cap- your pick, which sounds cuter. I mean, I would go with Captain Power because it's like a brand name, man. I mean, like, yeah. Captain Power. There's nothing, like, it's like, you know, you, you can't fuck with, like, a, t- a name like that. Yeah, I'm telling you, you got to watch a couple of these episodes because, like, actually some shit actually goes on. Like, his ex-girlfriend <laughs> is, like, programmed to kill him and stuff in the first couple oh. episodes. And mm-hmm. some real uh, <laughs> some stuff goes on. So Yeah, he's like... Wow, now that you've been programmed to kill me, it's time to get some stress out of my system. No, it's weird. It's like one of those like action-adventure shows that was for kids, but it was like, I don't know. I can enjoy it now. <laughs> He's it's... like, now that you've been programmed to kill me, I don't feel bad about punching you in the face. Ba-bam! I mean, l- let's just put it like this way. You ain't going to be able to watch Power Rangers 10 years from now and been like, well, that was some deep stuff. But you can watch Captain Power now and be like, huh, it's actually not bad. 
I mean, that's the difference. I don't think anybody, uh, you know, I'm not. I don't think anybody that was not a kid enjoyed Power Rangers for its deep plot. No, we loved it for its cheesiness. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can watch Captain Power now, and yeah, it's cheesy, but you can still enjoy it. Mm. Okay, okay. So there's like more. There's like more to the cheesiness. You're saying? Yes. Yeah. Like they are cheesy. They've got crazy, dumb names, but <laughs> it's still good. Cool. All right. It's, it's kind of like a a PG version of Terminator almost. That sounds like, uh, dude. Well, that, that that's kind of like what I loved about uh, Sonic the uh, Saturday morning uh, cartoon. Well, like, I mean, there was like five different versions of Sonic well, cartoon. Well, yes, but I mean, like the original was like dark. I mean, some crazy stuff went down. Like, uh, like like people, they. People were getting like roboticized, like turned into robots, turned into like vicious enemy, like attack robots, you know, and like like the fear was real in that series, and like uh you know no main characters got really uh, uh roboticized, but um but like the threat was always there, the threat level was high, because there was like two Sonic cartoons that came out at the same time. There was mm-hmm. the the second one was like really poorly animated, like I think Dick animated it <laughs> deke and like robotic was just st- stupid funny almost and that's right and that's where we got pingus yeah and and uh, jaleel but what's funny was jaleel white voiced sonic in both cartoons which was the one that was like sonic he's the fastest thing alive that that's what we call sonic the uh the saturday sonic the animated uh saturday morning cartoon something like that it, th- sonic, there's like a he's got an attitude yeah, was that the that, good one? That was the good one. Where oh, like okay. there was like there were like freedom fighters. They were like betraying each other and like you know trying to shuffle over to Robotnik. You know, and then getting screwed in the end. Okay. You know, and, and, and Robotnik then, was then a another bad one dude. came out where it was like some, like Sonic Speed Force or something, and like he like came into our world and he raced against all these like cop guys with race cars, and they were Speed Force, <laughs> and they were like, "Yo, he's so fast." It was I don't so know. Dumb. And then, oh wait, yeah. And then there was the kind of like they kind of mashed together like like the cool Sonic and like the the cheesy uh, Sonic, uh, and made kind of like a sequel to both, where he had like a brother and a sister, uh, and the brother was like green and like it was just really terrible. It, it lost all the dark elements, but uh, I mean there was just nothing good about it. But now, yeah. Well, I, I had to wonder now. I mean, like, we always talk about stuff that's that we, we kind of think is cool now. I mean, we're talking about Sonic, Captain Power, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what are the kids kind of in, when the kids are adults 10 years from now, what are they going to think is retro cool? What's, on, what's out now <laughs> and in, or in the last couple of years that 10 years from now is going to be retro cool? All right. Well, uh, I'll say any violent video game. There you have it. And then anything that played on the Wii. Like right now, uh, like any brand names, you know, like like Wii Sports. Everybody talking about Wii Sports, or maybe even like uh, like Guitar Hero. You know, it's already not cool, but it could be cool again in ten years. See, I wonder about that. You know, because like you know, people our age are like, yeah, Doug Hunt is still cool and stuff. So like, <laughs> do you think uh, you think Wii Bowling is still gonna be cool, or do you think people are gonna be like, it's so fucking stupid? I mean, I don't know because you know, back back in the day. I don't know what older gamers thought of like duck hunts, but we we were like, "Yo, I'm shooting ducks with a laser gun." But maybe kids today are like, "Yo, I was in a real rock band and we ruled, and I ruled ass in karaoke." But the weird thing ago. was, those rock band games are all songs for adults. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't any kid songs; they were like rock songs. You know, it was like Van Halen and stuff. That's okay. 
I mean, like, you know, you, you don't really remember... I mean, some people remember, like, the tunes from Duck Hunt, and, like, the themes were, like, very very much for kids, but we all thought it was serious business. Well, it says, like, when, when when I got to college, like, everyone was like, oh, let's replay Mega Man 1 through 4 all night, have some mm-hmm. beers and pizza, and just, let's just rock it. You know, it's like, what are what are the hot kid video games now that 10 years from now, you know, when they all have beards and black t-shirts, <laughs> what are they going to think is cool? I mean, right, right now, I would probably have to predict uh, Skylanders. Yeah. Because Skylanders freaking huge and the franchise just like marches on to infinity you know even though like i I finally played it and was super disappointed uh because basically all you need is spyro the dragon and everybody else kind of sucks but the collectability is you know it's where it's at Mm. but yeah i would say skylanders i mean pokemon is still gigantic if people have like a like a retro boner for pokemon right now you know, and and people, kids who are playing like Pokemon now, I think are going to ten years from now still be playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just wondering what are some of the newer things that were out the last couple of years that you know kids are going to talk retro cool. You know, if retro wear TV is still going in ten years, mm-hmm. what are they going to be talking about from like 2012? That's yeah, that's, uh, that's cool again in 2022. That's tough. I don't know. I mean, like, are, uh, is Yu-Gi-Oh cool again? Can we go back and be like, yo, let's let's duel? Yeah, let's forget about the ones that have been going on forever. Forget about SpongeBob, Mm Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Power Rangers. Those things have been going on for way too many years. They're like the America's Funniest Home videos of pop culture. (laughs) What are some of the stuff that was like, you know, here in for like a year and then gone and stuff that you think will be cool? That's tough. That's tough because everything's a franchise now. Like if you get published, you know, if you're like a a well-respected children's book uh, author, Mm -hmm. they want you to do like 12 spinoffs, man. Like 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 that book about like the cat that that walks around with white shoes and uh, then gets like 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 uh, some blood on his shoes and he's like but did he care heavens no and he's got like I got my red shoes and there's even like a song you know what I'm talking about I have no idea to be honest you will you fucking will because your kid will learn it because of this this one book turned into a giant series and now everybody knows it hmm. anyway um. Uh, so I don't know. It's like, like I would say, like the Lego series. You know, people are like, "Yo, remember when everything was like Legoified, Lego Batman, you mm, know, Lego okay. Indiana Jones." That's true. I, I could see, I could see Lego being cool again in ten years. Mm-hmm. Like people replaying that stuff. I mean, because you know, it's, you have to wonder because like um, we've got a couple younger fans now that when we were dumping on the Star Wars prequels, they're like, "Yo, man." Phantom Menace was awesome, dude. What are you talking about? And we're like, holy shit, who are you? <laughs> You've yeah. got to be like 17. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, people people are going to be like, yo, remember the first Clone Wars? That was awesome. And somebody be like, no, no, no. Season 3, the Clone Wars animated, uh, like the CG animated was like the shits. And somebody else will chime in with just like, I don't know, whatever video game they're playing at the time. Anything Star Wars, because that's like, Star Wars is for little kids, man. Or I'm just saying, or like, what if someone's very first Resident Evil game was Resident Evil 5? What if they're I like, mean, oh man, yeah, it was like co-op, awesomeness, in Africa, in broad daylight, just shooting zombies. This is so be. much fun, yo. Could be. I mean, like, or just like, yo, remember when I was 12 and I was like, you know, playing like modern uh, modern war gear online? Yeah, that's <laughs> Every probably what day. it's going to be. It's going to be like all like Halo and stuff. Or, you know, like, a lot of people for a long time were just Smash Brothers. 
You know, like people, I couldn't ever, I couldn't ever place Smash Brothers in people's houses because I'd be there and they'd be like, "Yo, hey, here's the fourth controller. Yeah, it's third party. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we're we're playing our characters we've been playing for the last eight years and we never change and we're just gonna destroy you." Hmm. Uh, every single time, you know, it's like I want I walk into a room full of dudes and they're just like wailing on each other like like <laughs> like they've never been like they haven't left the room in like the last Wait, eight years. All I heard, all I heard was I walk into a room full of dudes and they're just wailing on each other. I'm like Chad, walk out of that room, just turn around and leave. No way, hurry. Can. No way. He's like, oh, this one dude whipping out his smash trophy. He's like, he's got the smash coin. And now it's just over. <laughs> I walk into a room full of dudes and they're just wailing on each other. Yeah, dude, be, what ten, what ten kind of parties now, do you go to? Ten years from now, you can be like, yo, remember when we wailed the shit out of each other in our mother's basement? Yes! <laughs> Retro hard on for that. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be funny. Like, Do eight-year-olds like Batman Arkham City? May, can you imagine if that's like the games that they play when they get older? They look back. Oh, remember Arkham City? Yeah, it was so good. I don't know. It's it's just a different world because, you know, all the people that are creating content now were looking back and being, like, disappointed with, you know, all these franchises in the 80s that we grew mm. up with. Like, you know, like, they're they're putting so much thought and care into the, the characters and backstories of the characters, even in, like, the most inane Wii game. Right. So, so I just don't know. I mean, like, maybe... But the franchises are what's happening, you know, in movies and games... Music, children's literature, it's like franchise, franchise, franchise. So I bet like in 10 years people will be like, yo, when I grew up, I'll watch the Avengers, and it'll be like our Ghostbusters, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, um, we're also forgetting that in 10 years people are going to be like, oh, man, yo, remember when we used to listen to Jumpman, like episode 50? Oh, man, <laughs> those guys are so raw back then. Now we're on like episode 3000, but they're still going good. That's right. They're like, oh yeah, remember Nick Cage died, and they wore his they wore his his face like a mask and ran around town. That was hilarious. Oh yeah, I can't oh. wait for somebody to do that. Nick Cage dies. Someone's cutting off your face, dude. And they're gonna make a joke, and it'll go viral. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage. <laughs> That's all I got. No, actually, oh hey, I, I sent you a link this morning. Did you get it? Uh yeah, about Sonya Blade. Yeah, Sonya Blade running for uh, running for uh, city council. Yeah, so the <laughs> chick that was Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat Three, aka the hottest version of Sonya Blade, mm-hmm. who and right. so she, that actress is actually running for city council. Right, and she she's actually like uh, she actually did a bunch of uh, video game stuff. She was a Playboy model for a time. Woohoo! Yeah, dude. And I was thinking, well, if Sonya Blade can run for like city council. <laughs> I mean, what? Which sounds like all right. I would vote for her. Why not? Uh-huh. Uh, you know what? What other video game characters could run for office but actually succeed? I mean, like we all we all know, like who would make like a crummy president, or you know, like what villain would make like the worst congressman, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. But who would? What video game character would make a really good public office person? You know, and I, I thought immediately, immediately, Eric. I'm like, all right. There's a speeding problem, and everybody everybody knows that sheriffs love to crack down on people, like, setting up speed traps, you know, like, getting you for, like, doing a 50 and a 30, etc. Uh-huh. And Sonic the Hedgehog is, like, the worst speeder of all time. Mm-hmm. I would I would vote to elect Robotnik for Mobius Island Sheriff. 
Oh, it's funny that you'd say that. Because my first thought was local sheriff, Leon Kennedy. <laughs> I was like, clearly start out as a rookie, but you know that he eventually became the police chief. That's true, that's true. He's like... He's the sheriff now. Word. So, sheriff of Raccoon City. No, no, see, I'm going to... I think you've, you've got the right idea. You're just off by a department. Mm. Leon Kennedy is going to be sheriff. Okay. Dr. Robotnik is going to be animal control. <laughs> okay. Because animal control is an offshoot of law enforcement, and it's mm-hmm. a big deal. So I think that he's going to run animal control. Okay. Oh, wait. Well, but what, why don't we just staff, like, the sheriff's office uh, <laughs> in some fictional town? I mean, like, you got Leon Kennedy as the boss. I mean, you got Dr. Robotnik on there. Let's bring in, like, Wile E. Coyote as, like, the gadget man. The gadget man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's, like, a real office. He could be deputy, and they'd be like, oh, hey, Wiley, we need you to construct something. I don't really know if it counts as a video game character, per se. I mean, he's been in video games, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, shitty ones. <laughs> well, you had Looney Tunes Racing, I guess you would know. Yeah, no, that's true, and it was pretty shitty. <laughs> I could definitely see, like, uh, heading up investigations unit would be, like, Parasite Eve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. True. She'd, she'd, she'd be a, a grizzled veteran at this point. I could see I could see uh, Phoenix Wright run for Attorney General. Oh yeah, that's true. That wouldn't be bad at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think I think really, uh, in this election season, Eric, with November second coming up, or I think it's November sixth this year. Yeah, something uh, like that. To get the the, <laughs> the only the only people qualified to to outseat the incumbent pigs from Congress to get the pork out of politics is the cast of Angry Birds. Oh. And I and I think they would do this by flinging themselves at the White House. <laughs> Someone, uh, <laughs> our brother Andrew just sent me this link today that Angry Birds Star Wars is coming out in November. I saw the trailer for that, and uh, I really thought, uh, but it was some kind of toy. It yeah? was just a teaser. I just saw a yes. teaser trailer. I, thought, I was like, this is a real game coming out? I have no idea. I mean, anything, anything with Star Wars, I believe it at this point. I mean, I'm totally in. I'm totally in. That's what's going to be retro cool in 10 years, Angry Birds. Yeah. Definitely. Everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, Angry Birds, yeah. But, yeah, Angry Birds Star Wars, all I saw was the teaser trailer, and he was wearing, like, a Jedi hood. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever it is. If you want to throw, like, little R2-D2s <laughs> against little Adat Walker constructions, I'm in. Let's do it. And, like, instead of the pigs, they're, like, Gamorrean guards. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's several There's several times you have to, you know, like, in the Star Wars universe, you have to blow up something. Yeah. You know, just throw some birds at it. Well, I'm yeah, that's cool. Like dress with the birds as droids or Jedi's or whatever. I'm totally in. Yeah, the money train just keeps on a chugging. Yeah, so November whatever Angry Birds Star Wars. Let's do it. I'm all about that. Well, what was the uh what was the classic cop arcade game where you, you know, you had the gun, you had to hold at the screen and like it was it was um they had actors and they would like jump out, you know, and you had to shoot the crooks. Oh. Oh yeah, no, dude. I, I I bought the DVD, uh, the DVD game of it. And then there'd be like a cop and be like, "Come on, follow me." Oh, you know, oh, we're in a warehouse, of course, because there's barrels. Ah, ah. <laughs> and I would always just shoot the innocent people. Yes. Because I'd be like, there can be no one left standing, and so I would just shoot everyone. <laughs> and if it was an innocent person, I'm like, oh no, don't. I'm like, too late. Bam, right in the yeah. face. You saw too much. <laughs> I never made it past level three because every time you shoot a civilian, you lose a life. 
and I refused God. to not shoot civilians. I was like, "Fuck them! I will shoot everything <laughs> in this game if you if it moves. Oh no! <laughs> if it moves, you must die." And so you can't you can't make it past level three because you lose your life rating civilians. So I don't know how that game ended, but I don't care. It was like some little some lady in a you know a skirt at the bank office like, "No, I'm just a bank teller." I'm like, "Bam, bam! You're just a number." <laughs> oh, God. I was just always just I loved that game though. It was fun. It was it was like the first time you could shoot people that looked like real people in the game. Oh man, see you know that's gonna bug me because like uh, I I have played this game in the arcades and it was terrible, but uh, it was but it was hilarious at the same time. Was it like Virtual Cop or something? There were a bunch of them actually, but the there was one that was more ridiculous than the others, where it was obviously white dudes portraying like you know like dra- uh, Mexican like drug cartel guys. Uh. And there was and there was a bit of acting by like D list, not even D list, like G list. Mm-hmm. G list actors are there to save the day. I want them to bring that game back because that was fun. And they should just make the environments better now. It's like you should be able to shoot the barrel over someone's head and have toxic goo come down on their face instead of just shooting the people. If you could shoot the environments to help take out the people, I think that would be so cool. Well, actually, uh, there was DLC for the, the, the gun stringer that kind of did that. Like it totally... It totally uh, parodied like one of those old live action uh shooter games from back in the day hmm. i yeah. think i think it's called the uh i'm looking it up here the wavy man the wavy man chronicles because it's like think about all those movies you're like oh shit we're pinned down and then like the awesome hero <laughs> guy he like shoots the light fixture above it or the chandelier and then it crashes down and he's like yeah i'm badass yeah you, you should have games like that where instead of just shooting the bad guy you've got to like shoot the environment to totally crush him yeah, no, check, check, go on YouTube, check out the Wavy Man Chronicles. I think Troma did it, actually. Oh, so, yeah. like, yeah, Lloyd Coffin's definitely in there, and they basically, uh, I, I, I apologize, but uh, I do forget the name of the game that they're parodying. It's, oh, f- it, yeah, it's you gotta Western. find out what that cop game was, because it was like, you know, like in the, <laughs> in the classic 90s movie Speed, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is retro cool now, mm-hmm. um, Keanu Reeves would say, you know, They'd be like, pop quiz, hot shot. You know, I've got a hostage, and I'm getting my out of here. What do I do? And he, or he would say, shoot the hostage. So you shoot the hostage, and, like, the leg of the arm, they go down, and then you shoot the bad guy. I would always do that in these games. The guy would be dragging the bank teller lady. I'd, be like, I'd plug her right in the face. Oh. She goes down, and then, I can, then I've got all day to shoot the bank robber. I'm like, you can't win when Eric, when Eric is, is the cop. <laughs> I'm gunning you down. I don't care. No one's gonna, you know. Then I'll just gotta, I just gotta shoot the video cameras out too, so no one sees that I'm crazy. Oh, here it is. Here, it is. oh yo, oh yo, yo, mad. Uh, it's it's not the one you're talking about, but Mad Dog McCree is an old shooter from back in the day. That's that's the Gunstringer DLC would totally parody the hell out of. Yeah, but what was the cop one? It was like it had to have been called like Virtue a Cop or something, or or like Laser Laser Blood or something terrible. I'd shoot the cop in the beginning. There's a, there's a cop already in there, like, hiding behind a barrel. Like, come on, this way. I'm like, bam, you're dead. <laughs> like, I work alone, motherfucker. Boom. <laughs> I remember that, too. And and I think in Area 51, there was, like, the uh, the SWAT-looking teams. There was, like, like the like the fat-looking, like, Carl uh, from Family Matters guy, mm-hmm. you know, with some kind of future weapon. Like, all right, come on, let's go. You know, and he'd be kind yeah. of, like, hanging out, and there was, like, you know, like, the the well-endowed chick who also has sort of the same uniform is like, don't shoot me. He's kind of hanging out in the background. Yeah, man. I'll shoot both titties. <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> I, I used to be good at those games. I beat Gunblade in the arcade, and I beat Carn Evil. 
Well, but we, it's, but it's we, like carnival, but carnival. Uh, we be we be carnival together on like one quarter is so easy. Yeah, yeah. I remember every time one of us got injured, we'd sub in Andrew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I and I beat Gunblade too. I love those shooting games, but the, none of them are as ever as much fun as the is the first cheesy cop game with you know just actors. I mean, because they look just like the first Mortal Kombat game, basically. Yes. Which, by the way, going back to the Sony Blade politician, yes. if I was a guy running against her, I'd totally show up dressed as Sub Zero, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Scorpion, or Kano, dude. Yeah, Kano. Oh, awesome! Oh, yeah, you coming after me? <laughs> Isn't she running in like Kane County? It basically sounds like Kano. I mean, people have been making that joke, but yeah, <laughs> I would dress up as Scorpion. Get over here in in the debate. <laughs> I would just try and grab her face and like rip it out with what the was, spine attached, like Sub Zero used to do. Was what was really interesting was I was reading I was reading this over in Kotaku, and uh, and and the woman in question, Sonya Blade, actually responded in the comments saying like. Yo, nobody, nobody in my entire community has asked me about anything that I did 20 years ago, aka when I did Sony Blade. But you know, bring it on. You know, she she's, she's still hot, man. Totally, she's still hot. Well, you know what they say about hot chicks? They they never die; they just fade away. <laughs> she's still looking good. Mm-hmm. Sony Blade, man. I just want like every time she like she makes a vote, I want her to do the Sony Blade finishing thing, where she puts her arms behind her back and she does the uh, at ease. With the legs. Oh, hell yeah. You know, like, I want to do that every time, like, <laughs> at the end of a public meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she, and I think she also admitted that she she doesn't actually want to uh, want the seat. She's just, like, drawing attention to some issues that she uh, thought were, were important to her community, which is oh, cool. Oh, crap. Doesn't she understand that, like, this is what's going to happen. Like, dumb people and mascots and stuff are going to be the people that get voted into office. I mean, Captain America got voted into the presidency of the United States in a write-in vote in Marvel <sighs> Comics. You know, that's why I stopped reading Spider-Man, honestly. Let me tell you, Eric, the last Ultimate Spider-Man I picked up was such a fucking downer. It was, so, it was getting so good. Everything's happening with, like, Spider-Man and his, like, evil uncle, the Prowler. Was, it all came to a head. I was like, yes, this is awesome. This is kick-ass. Comics as a medium, great, awesome. Next issue comes out, Spider-Man is, like, talking to Aunt May and Gwen Stacy. I'm like, oh, shit, some epic stuff's gonna happen. And then Captain America comes in and is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on now. He's not gonna be Spider-Man anymore. Captain America says so. Shabam. Put the kibosh on on Black Spider-Man like it was nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? Give me Mm. something good. Don't have Captain America come in here and, like, kick me in the comic boner. Mm. You know what I mean? Well. So after that, and then he got elected president. I'm like, oh fuck, man, give me something good to gnaw on. Don't give me some crap. Who should who should we uh, like if if everyone had a write in? Like you live in New York City, yes. So let's say the mayor was up for re-election in November. Whoa. What like celebrity? Do you think could just run as like a gimmick write-in that would, and then like ever all the nerds, because you know it's a good nerd community in New York City, just yeah. all as a large just voted him in over an actual politician. T- who do you I'll, think could like get in? I'll tell you this, Eric. If uh, if Gaben, you know the guy who uh, who created like Half Life One and Two, you know the guy behind Valve and Steam, etc. If he if he promised as his one campaign promised to release Half Life Three, if you elected him for any office president of the world doesn't matter we'd make it happen people are just obsessed about half-life 3 and it's become it's like 
it started as a joke and now it's become more than a joke. It's like a lifestyle. Ah, uh, see, I, I don't think you're thinking corny enough. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking like. Like, what if, like, Machete ran against the mayor? Oh, okay, all right, all right. People would all vote Machete in, you know, as to, like, oh, who even fucking cares what the guy's platform is? Or the fact that I think he's a natural Mexican citizen, but whatever. Like, if Machete ran for the mayor, I would vote for Machete just to see what would happen. Well, you better not vote against Machete. Exactly, Machete kills. <laughs> yeah, like, that That would be awesome. It's like, what, so it's like, you know, Sonya Blade. Maybe she'd have a chance just because people are sick of politicians and they just want to try something different, you know? It's like, maybe Machete could be the mayor of New York City. I think so. I mean, like, maybe it'd be like Escape from New York style, you know, where uh, where Isaac Hayes, <laughs> playing himself, gets elected the mayor. Yeah, I would like to see, I mean, you know, I don't want to see a, an actor-turned-politician get elected. You know, like Jesse mm-hmm. the Body Ventura, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, clearly this has happened before. Even Billy from Predator ran for governor. But failed. Really? <laughs> but I would just want to see some regular guy who doesn't want to do politics but just runs anyways. I mean, porn stars have done it, but they just do it, like you were saying, they just do it to uh, you know, raise awareness and bullshit like that. But I want to see someone like Machete just run and get it. And just I mean, get it. It's happened. It's happened in the past. You know, I mean, like Jerry the King Lawler from WWE fame ran as a joke for mayor of Nashville and got like thirty percent of the vote. That's awesome. Yeah, he did. He didn't do any campaigning. He was just on the ticket. Back Could, in his heyday. We should just vote in Grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and then then McDonald's would own the city. I mean, I, but it, but Grimace would have to show up and do the speeches. <laughs> what do you say? I don't even remember what. It's been so long since Grimace was a thing. I don't even know what he sounds like anymore. He was like kind of hey, kind of like big and dumpy. Oh, hey, yeah. Ronald. Oh yeah, he was supposed to be the 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 guy. Uh, he's supposed to be the shake guy, but he does not look anything like a milkshake. I think he just looks like what happens if you eat McDonald's for thirty years. <laughs> we all we're a nation of grimaces when you think about it. Oh all, man, a lot of people look like grimace that are in McDonald's right now ordering <laughs> extra value meals. That's true. They're like, yeah. Oh, I wish I weren't so fat, but I can't stop eating this garbage. Yeah. I think that's why they got rid of Grimace, because he was a fat piece of shit. And they were just like, this is not good. I mean, at least Ronald is, is skinny, and, and Birdie can fly, and the Hamburglar, he steals a lot of hamburgers, but, you know, he still maintains his figure. But that's Grimace, true. that was a lumpy, radioactive piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, it was it was very strange. Uh, these, and uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, like, like YouTube, some '90s commercials, '80s or '90s commercials for McDonald's. I mean, they had like this strange cast of mascot characters in uh, in like these live action commercials where they had like walk around mascot characters. I mean, they had Mayor McCheese. Maybe Mayor McCheese could be the New York City mayor. Let's all mm. vote for Mayor McCheese. I don't know. I want. I want. Uh, I want the um the who who is the cop? The hamburger cop. Oh yeah, that was another one. Yeah, he he, going I want him the hamburger. I, w- I want him to declare martial law. Yeah, like Bruce Willis did in that shitty movie that you liked, but I said you're crazy for liking. No, oh, yeah, the siege. That's right. That's right. I want, I want the uh, the cop whose head is it as a McDonald's hamburger declare martial law and rot up anybody who doesn't have a cheeseburger for a head and put them into work camps. It's like my first thought is that if like if someone had a hamburger head, I could totally win in a fight. But then I don't know because <laughs> it's like if you punch me in the nose, that hurts. Like you know, if someone gets punched in the nose, you know. 
they don't want to keep fighting that much. But mm-hmm. where do you punch a burger in the face? You know, is there a kill <laughs> shot? I mean, like maybe a burger can really take like maybe a burger can take ten rounds of punishment and not really feel it. See, and this is why the burger people are like the Templars, and the uh, and the Hamburglar is like the assassin from Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I almost feel like I'd punch myself out fighting a burger. <laughs> I'm like, God, you. it's like hitting a piece of meat. <laughs> and then, and then you realize it's just a giant fucking mouth, and he just opened up the burger and just fit you inside. I mean, there was a on the playground in our hometown. There was a there was the cop where you could go like crawl inside of him, like up through his anus, yeah. uh, through this little ladder into into the inside of his mouth, and it was like a jail. Yeah, and it's funny because that's the first time I ever felt claustrophobic. Yeah. Because I got in there, and there's not really a lot of room to move, and it was hard getting up there, and it was even harder getting back out. I was, like, kind of panicked up there once. <laughs> yeah, and, and if there's, like, a couple kids blocking the entrance, and you can't leave, and you want to, it's yeah. real jail. I mean, like, there's, like, bars and everything. Yeah, the hole is not that big to get in there. <laughs> and then once you're in there, like, you can't you can't even sit up. You're, like, squunched down in. There's, yeah, not much, like, there's not much you can do. and it, It's and a jail like, for kids. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God, why didn't I just get on, like, the spinny thing, round thing instead <laughs> of this burger jail? And then you're up high, and, oh, yeah. And then, yeah, you have to, like, back your way down the ladder through the hole, and it's difficult. I remember the last the last time I went in there, I was too I was too old, but I went in there anyway. Yeah, big mistake. Always big mistake. And then you're like, fuck, I'm trapped. I am actually trapped, and I'm going to have to break one of my legs to get out. <laughs> I know, and like your parents are there, and they can't help you because they're too big. Because they've been, they look like grimaces. <laughs> Whoa! Someone rescue my child! <laughs> no, exactly, dude. Exactly. See, and I feel like, like, uh, you know, I've been to, um, you know, like some play places and like children's museums where they have like stuff for your kids to crawl in, and it's a little bit of the same way, except it's more like maze-like. Yeah. You know, there's less. It's less prison and more like, where the fuck did my child go? They're stuck in the maze and I don't know where they went. Oh man, it was awesome. On Saturday, uh, we went to an eight-acre corn maze. Oh, it was so awesome. And we're talking the corn is like above your head, so you can't even see your way out. Nice. And you got to study the map, and they give you this giant flag, like the one you'd put in like a putting green, mm-hmm. to wave when you need to be rescued. <laughs> oh my god. And it took us an hour and thirteen minutes, but we get, we navigated the entire maze. Okay, it was no, but I, it was that awesome. <laughs> I love I love those big core mazes, man. Up on the um, the North Fork of Long Island, they got some epic ones. And uh, yeah, we did we did one a couple years ago, and it was the same thing. Like they they put in these little uh, these little cheat devices, these little uh, bridges where you could actually like the maze is so big. That mm-hmm. you could like climb if you found one of these things, you could climb this ladder to this outpost to look down at the maze to kind mm-hmm. of figure your way out. Yeah, we had one. There was one crosswalk, and when I got up into it, I felt like Leon Kennedy in Resident Evil Four <laughs> when he's in that you know when that little guy is like Mister Kennedy, and there's all those mm-hmm. bows that are all Roman and they were trying to kill him. Yep. I was like, oh shit, I'm only halfway through this. And that's that's what they lack from uh, Resident Evil Five, man, which is like. The, the labyrinth from Resident Evil 4 was one of the scariest parts, I feel like, in the whole game. Where, like, you turn around a corner and there's a fucking demon dog, like, running at you. Yeah, with less plaga's intestines. That's right, it's gonna, it's gonna rape your shit with some tentacles. Yeah, so after we got through the corn maze, which was pretty epic. And by the way, there's other people lost in there with us, and they went, like, left and we went right. And 20 minutes after we got <laughs> out, when we were enjoying a funnel cake, 
they actually had to wave their flag and the staff member had to take them out. Ha ha! Suck it. So yeah, we got the pumpkins and stuff, but afterwards they got one of those, like those redneck ghetto pressurized guns that shoots corn cobs. Yes. And they had all these tires set up as uh, targets. Mm-hmm. And I just went over there. I was like, yo, let me do this. And they're like, oh, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I got this. And so we love our backyard games of accuracy. I destroyed their tire targets. They, I actually had to stop because <laughs> I busted them up. Nice. Like I shattered this garbage can that was behind the, the tire that was supposed to <laughs> catch the corn cobs. And I knocked another tire over. I was like, nice. I own this game. <laughs> But, now you're a man. Yeah, I was. I felt like a man too. Like my son was there, and I was like, "Yo, you watching this? <laughs> you watching your father crush these tire targets?" Yeah, because it because they would they would they shot it. It could shoot three hundred feet away. This wow. is highly pressurized corn gun, <laughs> and I was well, just the, crushing that's, targets. That's the future, dude. When when we don't have any we don't have any metal left for bullets. Captain Power will have to construct everything out of corn. Yes, get the corn bazookas. Right, Captain Corn strikes again. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna see you in a couple days for New York Comic Con. That's true, man. We're gonna be there first thing, I believe, uh, on Thursday, and we'll be there at least all day Friday. And Eric is gonna stay there and maybe like camp out somewhere, find a place to sleep. Still can't believe you're shafting me. Shafting, dude. I'm gonna go make some money. Dude, it's costing me money just to go up there. Yeah. <laughs> and you're ditching me for money. You get to sleep in my place for free, so shut up. Oh yeah, awesome. Because <laughs> that's just, the Hilton. Just for that, I'm gonna I'm gonna stab my inflatable mattress so you have to sleep on a hardwood floor. Alright, cause nothing beats a hardwood floor after a nice meal of peanut soup. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna remind my wife you said that. That's, <laughs> that's right. Fine. She'd be like, Oh, we'll just throw out no, you know what? It's like there's no meat in the house anyway. Oh, uh, let's get a Comic Con, please. <laughs> You're gonna have to, dude. No, it's alright. We'll fill we'll fill up on two dollar New York slices of pizza. Yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. And we still we gotta watch Taken Two at some point. Oh, true. Is it in theaters? Yeah, it just came out in theaters. Did fifty million first weekend. Man, Nick Cage still sells. It's not Nick Cage. It's Liam Neeson. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant stolen. Yeah, yeah, no, that came out in September, <laughs> video on demand. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe we could rent that. We'll watch that, too. Yeah. Oh, but dude, but, all right, so right before this podcast, sorry, I, I left Eric on Skype for, like, two minutes, kind of, like, wondering what the hell I was doing, as I watched the trailer for uh, Hansel and Gretel, the uh, Witch Hunters. Which I can't wait for. Now that I've seen Judge Dredd, this is my next one that I can't wait for. Yeah, actually, I was, you know, I... I Every time I see, like, oh, my God, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, blah, 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 that just that name alone seems so cheesy. But after I watch the trailer, I'm like, holy shit, Hawkeye is in this. This could be, like, the next Van Helsing. Yeah, this is Jeremy Renner. I mean, dude was just in Mission Impossible 4. He took over the Bourne Legacy uh, series from Matt Damon. He was mm-hmm. Hawkeye. I mean, the dude, he's hot right now. Yeah, he burned so, up. So, I mean... He is Hansel. He is the witch hunter man, and and the the woman in it, she was in Clash of the Titans. Okay, so you know, <laughs> wait, what what does she play in Clash of the Titans? She was the um like that that uh, spirit quest lady that was trying to help him throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I, I actually didn't see the movie, but I was hoping she uh, would uh, be like some action role. No, she wasn't really action role in that, but I think she was also in the Prince of Persia one as the princess. Okay, 
with Chesty. Chesty Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, so she's got some experience. I think this Witch Hunter's going to be awesome. It was actually supposed to come out last year, and they postponed it because they thought people would have Jeremy Renner fatigue. Oh, wow. So they wanted to capitalize. They figured he was going to have a good summer, and then more people would go see it. So Word. Yeah, he was like... It- Avengers, Born Legacy, and uh, now Hansel and Gretel. And Fomka Johnson's in it, and she looks like a crazy witch in this. They just, they're like, do you got any Dark Phoenix makeup left over from X-Men Last Stand? <laughs> and they just made her look like that, so. That's awesome, man. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, what really impressed me about this trailer was, like, something I've always wanted to see, which is uh, they put some piano wire around some trees and mm. baited, baited some witch to go fly it on a broomstick and just... Bam! Right through it. <laughs> it was cool. Like people are kind of people are saying it. It's, it has like a Tarantino twist to it. That just means that there's some gore. Well, no, but it's like in some like ill-placed humor and stuff too. Yeah. Well, well, awesome. Yeah. You know, as long as long as it doesn't have the Tarantino 30-minute fucking boring monologue, I'm fine. Oh, I know, right? Uh, I, I don't care what anyone else says. Inglorious Bastards could have been so much better with less talking. At all of his movies, man, just like. I don't need a build-up talking about fucking nothing, you know, for the next part, you know, that's, like, super violent to be cool. Yeah, he's too much in love with his with writing. Eh. Well, anyways, yeah, so we're going to be at New York Comic Con Thursday and Friday. If you live in the city, hit us up. Let's hang out. Um, you know, especially Friday night when Chad leaves me. I mean, if no one, <laughs> if no one hits me up between now and then, I'm going to have to go to this puppet show Friday night. So... Well, I, I'm going to tell you some things after we after we hang up that are going to make you feel more guilty, and uh, and maybe you will come with me. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to because I don't want to go to Comic Con by myself that night. So no, but actually, no. We're, we're, I'm looking forward to this. Is the one time outside of Magfest actually get get to hang out with uh, Lance from What You Wear TV. You know, like last year, I was like, "Yo, meet me at the Gem Museum, the <laughs> JEM Museum." <laughs> oh my God! Please, Jump Maniacs, hit me up. Let's hang out in New York City on Friday. Let's go to Comic-Con. Or, like I said, if you don't want to bypass Comic-Con that day, buy me a couple beers <laughs> to repay us for this awesome podcast we do. Or, you know, if you have a basement with video games in it and pizza that we can reach by the subway, then I might Yo, be okay with that, too. You get, you're going to get abducted, man. Somebody's going to be like, hey, man, come down into this basement. There's some video games and beer. Ooh. Yeah, we'll serve you right, Chad, if I get killed and it's your fault because you dished me. So, fine. <laughs> if you want to murder me and make Chad feel bad about it, we can work on that, too. Yeah, cool. Great. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so hit us up on our Facebook page. Uh, we're Jumpman Podcast, a weekly video game slash movie podcast. And uh, we're also on iTunes. Our whole back catalog's there. We're on RetroWareTV.com and also at ElderGeek.com and JumpmanPodcast.com. Yeah, do mm. it. Put your back into it. Yeah, chicka, chicka, chicka. All right, we'll see you all later. Soup. Jumpman engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall.